This is Rabbi Moshe Rosenberg of Congregation 8 Chaim of Kew Gardens Hills, as well as the SAR Academy and the Rabbinical Council of America, with the Dvar Torah connecting Yom Ha'atzma'ut and Yom Yerushalayim in a musical way. In discussing the views of the early secular Zionists, Rav Moshe Tzvi Neriyah, Zecher Tzadik Levracha, used a Torah reading metaphor. Herzl, Pinsker, and Ben-Gurion, he writes, thought at first that the establishment of Medinat Yisrael would mark a sof pasuk to anti-Semitism and the troubles that plagued the Jews as a particularistic minority within a dominant culture. Of course, such was not the case. But the Balkore side of me has gotten the better and convinced me to extend the metaphor in order to analyze the panoply of views relating to the issue and the phrase Reshit Tzmichat Geulatenu. Identifying Israel as a Sof Pasuk means placing it in the category of the Mafsikim, those trup signs that signify a stop, a pause. In fact, Sof Pasuk, along with Etnachta, are the two strongest stops in the Ta'ameh HaMikra, each effectively ending one half of a verse. These are the emperors, or Kesarim, of the Ta'amim HaMafsikim. Saying that Israel's founding is a Sof Pasuk means that history is not continuing as usual. This event is not just another bend in the road, but a new level, hitherto undreamed of. This is messianic thinking on a secular plane. Within the Orthodox community, opposing streams of thought would differ over whether the state is a mafsik, a stopper, or a misharet, a connector in history. Anti-Zionists from the time of European Orthodoxy in the 19th century to the Nitori Karta, to the yeshiva world and Agudas Yisroel, stressed the dangers of secularism, the unacceptability of man usurping the role of God, and later the partial nature of the return. To argue that the flow of history has not halted, Israel is still Galut, another connecting link in the tones of Eicha. Perhaps they would brand it a Mapach, or a Mehapech, because they claim it switched the focus of Judaism from religion to nationalism. If there is any element of Mafsik at all, it would be a Tevir, not a Kesar, not even a Melech, or secondary stop, but a Mishneh, a tertiary stop which slows down history just enough to protect Jews from the dangers they faced in Eastern Europe. But Tevir also means broken, because this camp sees the state as flawed from its inception. On the other extreme are what have been called Messianic Zionists, the followers of Rav Kuk Zatzal, and his son, Rav Tzvi Yehuda Kuk Zatzal, who believe that the founding of Israel is a Tlisha Gidola, a powerful mafsik. It has plucked us, Tolesh, out of history, and ushered in an era known as Reshit Tzmichat Geulatenu, Ikvita de Meshicha, etc. It is in this school of thought that our phrase has received the most emphatic use. Between these two poles lies what Chief Rabbi Sachs of England terms non-Messianic religious Zionism. And he associates it with the thought of Rav Salavechik Zatzal and Rav Aaron Lichtenstein Shlita. 
In his classic work, Kol Dodi Dofeik, Rav Soloveitchik writes of moments in history when God knocks on the door, presenting his people with unique opportunities that they must capitalize upon to make them truly steps in the messianic process. It is up to the Jewish people to determine through their actions whether these moments are to be mafsikim or mishartim, a new historic level or business as usual. There is one trap sign that serves in both capacities. When a quarter circle appears above a word on the last letter, it is called pashta and belongs to the mafsikim. It represents the Ribono Shalolam stretching out his hand, poshet yad, to his nation, beckoning them on to a redeemed world. If, however, the same symbol appears not on the last letter, but on the last syllable of the word, it's called a kadma, and relates to the world of mishartim, which can only speak of leading up to something better. The difference between the two ta'amim is the decision of the human hand of the sofer as to where to place the sign. These philosophic approaches deal only with how the historian might classify a historical period with reference to the melodies of the ages, but they do not express what it feels like to live through such an era. Our own experience tells us that the process most closely resembles the hesitancy and prolonged procrastination of the munach, the only time which appears in repetitious chains, sometimes seeming to go nowhere and taking forever to get there. The Gaon of Vilna used the foot-dragging nature of the sound of consecutive munachs to illustrate musically the reluctance of Esther to be taken to Achashverosh. The words, in the second chapter of Esther, do a remarkable job of capturing the hesitation passivity, and reluctance of Mordechai's niece to join the king's pageant. So this, then, is the symphony of Zionist thought, or the cacophony, depending upon your viewpoint. It is rare to find a Balkore who can pronounce all of these ta'amim with consistent accuracy. It is even rarer to find a Jew who can look at all of these positions and say, they are all part of my people. It is our job to make more such Jews.